Well, hello, welcome to the Empty Nester Therapy Podcast, and this is Rich. This is Amy. And uh, I have a You're little cold. sounding a little stuffy today. I have a little sinus infection thing. It's going around. People tell me. Yeah, it is. So, I have it. It is the season. So I have had trouble sleeping the last couple of nights. Our son had like this horrible throat thing and I uh, had him go to the clinic. I'm not usually a big doctor person, like go mm-hmm. to the doctor, but if it is your throat, sometimes it's strep and then there's, there is actually something you can do for it. So, right. um, we were going to be having people over for Thanksgiving. So I thought, he, you know, didn't want to spread right. strep, but they didn't have strep. He said it was just this throat thing going around. So yeah, there's just a lot of stuff going around. Yeah. You know, it's not the COVID. So. Not the COVID. No. But, but there all. are other illnesses. Right. Like sometimes we forget that there's still other yeah. things out there. It's okay. Well, welcome uh, to the podcast. Um, this is uh, our post-Thanksgiving holiday podcast. Episode 15. Episode 15, season two. Yeah. And um, we are just going to talk a little bit about the holidays and Thanksgiving and all things Thanksgiving and good. Kind of catch up a little bit. Yeah. And how was your week? Too. Yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving week. Well, I think, uh, you know, Thanksgiving is your favorite holiday. It is. And so, um, you know, it's always trying to figure out the empty nester approach to the Thanksgiving. Um, I feel like we had three Thanksgivings. I know. Well, it's because you, you kind of have to keep your plans open. Right. Because you just don't know. You just don't know how things are going to change. You don't know or... who's coming, who's going, when they're coming. Right. I was talking to a work colleague and he had like four kids and it, it was like moment by moment changing because right. some of them had girlfriends, some of them didn't. So it was like, oh, we're coming. Oh, we're not coming. Oh, my girlfriend and we both are coming. Oh, we're both not coming. Right. And he said that they set the table like three different times that day <laughs> and then still didn't have right. like people showing up for the meal. Well, it's like that book by Jim Burns, you know, um, keep the welcome mat open and your mouth shut. No, totally. Because <laughs> you just don't <laughs> That's know. That's the title of the you book for empty know. nesters. And you want, you, you're really, you're you're just thankful for any time you get yeah, with your kids. Absolutely. So that's why you're, that's why you're flexible. Yeah, I think we, uh, we told some friends, it's like, don't say anything cause you might spook them. Right. They're like a wild animal. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you're just so appreciative because right. you know, they have so many things, right? They've got friends, they've got significant others. They've got significant others, families, well, they've they got, got grandkids and nap and, schedules oh, and what they're going to they eat. They got a lot. They're juggling Playtime and toys and car seats. And yeah, it's just a lot. So the fact that they squeeze us in. Yeah. I'm happy about it. Bonus, right? Yeah. It's like extra gravy. Yeah. Well, and our kids drove three hours to come yeah. be with us for like 48, not even 48 hours. So right? it was, yeah, it was great. And uh, I'm very thankful Super. for my son and daughter-in-law yeah. and my little man Maddox. Yeah, no, it so. was great, but it was, it was super fun. We had mm-hmm. Thanksgiving with friends, which we haven't done that in a we, long time. It's been a long time. Yeah. So a friend of ours from church, um, him and his wife, they were just going to have a small, like her brother and her kids. And so he said, Hey, do you want to come to our house? Well, and their was, kids are toddlers. Yeah. So it was toddler Thanksgiving, yep. which is fine. Yeah. And, um, went to their beautiful home and, um, had fantastic different food. 
like food we would, I mean, di- the same, it's, but different. Right. Right. Cause this, it's always like fixed with the way they want it. Like right. green beans are, it's a little different. Cool. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to try new stuff, but it's sometimes when it's right. the traditional meal, I was looking forward to Sunday having our own, right. like our the own taste thing. that tastes, you know, that our traditional thing. taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of fun. Yeah, but it was good company, good conversation, and yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was really great. And then Friday we had Tate's giving. Well, because I had told <laughs> our son, because I kind of thought at one point we were just going to be the three of us having Thanksgiving and nobody else. So I right. said, "Hey, your choice. What do you want for Thanksgiving this right. year? If it's just going to be the three of us." So. He likes these potato casserole, so yeah, he usually put potatoes. ham with it. And so, um, so I said, "Well, let's have ham this year and potato casserole and stuff that goes with it." And right. so I had already bought all that stuff, and then our kids said, "Oh, we're going to come Sunday. later, Saturday and Sunday. We'll right. have thanksgiving dinner on sunday which is great right but i already had the ham so we're gonna have that so then i thought that's fine we'll have the ham on thursday but then on friday i mean no no no. on thursday and then our friends invited us for thanksgiving so then i said oh well we'll have our ham thanksgiving on thanksgiving thanksgiving yeah um it was great so Um, it was a lot but i had taken a couple days off so i had six days off that's cool that's why i like thanksgiving is because you always get four days. Like Christmas is if it's in the middle of the week. Sometimes you only get no, one day off. Right. Well, and you never work all of Wednesday. No, because everybody's like everybody's gone out. And, and so then you, you took get Monday. four full days anyway without even taking days off. And there's literally nothing to do. But the very first day of your four days is to do all the things. Eat. Which is just eat. There's no presents or right. programs or things you have to go. And then... Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You just do whatever. Is whatever. Take a nap, watch so football. That's why it's my favorite. Yeah. Has really low expectations. Yeah, a lot of, not a lot. Standards are pretty low for Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was fun. So it's my favorite because you just get to hang out. So what was your? What's been your favorite Thanksgiving? If you were to think back in the thirty-three years coming up on our anniversary, oh, just the ones we were married. Or maybe more. I don't know. I don't remember much of my life before I was married. <laughs> it's been uh, that long. Well, so here's a funny, fun fact about my family's Thanksgiving. I, so I grew up in Texas right. and Dallas Cowboys always play football game on Thanksgiving. Right. And when you're, when you're, when you're a kid, you're not fully really aware of like anything outside of what's happening in your world. Right. So in my world, we had a football game and we all watched it Mm -hmm. and we had dinner at halftime. Got it. So that's like two o'clock. Yeah. So we always, my mom always timed it where we had dinner at halftime. And then by the end of the game, we would have dessert. dessert. Yeah. And now I just thought that that's the way Thanksgiving was. <laughs> I just thought there's football game and at halftime you have dinner. Right. I did not realize that that is not the rest of the world. No, not a lot of people do that. But that is the way I was raised <laughs> was to have Thanksgiving dinner at halftime. So that is what we do right here at home is, but now there's so many more games played on Thanksgiving. Right. But right. But at that time in my we life, ate pretty late there this could time. have been more games played. But in my in my little sphere, in that time of my life, 
I only knew the Cowboys were playing. Right. I didn't well, know we, if there we, were other. T- it didn't matter. It didn't matter if anybody else. Was we playing. went to a f- our friends on Thanksgiving, but they're a non-TV house. Yeah. So they didn't have a TV. Didn't have any games on. So we had to so wait till the nighttime. We had to, to talk to each game. other. Was, which was fine. It was, was uh, it's a beautiful house. It had a beautiful view of Mount Hood. Oh my gosh, so pretty. so pretty. But anyway, so that's the way I raised. So, so when I think of Thanksgiving, I remember we would all be in our comfy clothes watching the game, and then we would all run to our bedroom because it was halftime, limited amount of time. Right. We'd have to change, get dressed into more dinner appropriate like Sunday clothes. Yeah, and then have dinner, and then go back to our rooms, change back out to watch the rest of the game. <laughs> Seems like a lot. Um, But it was fun. We got out our china and our silver and all that stuff. I remember a couple of Thanksgivings where it was just us in Florida. Right. Like when we were first Dual income, no kids. And we just made all the things. We did. We made all the food. It was just the two of us. It was super fun. Yeah. Right. We did all the food. Yeah. Um, your one time your mom came down and she bought me that electric knife that I still, still use yeah, to this day. You still use it. I mean, it's like 33 years old. That <laughs> knife is going strong. Of course, you use it one time a year, but you know. That's not true. I've been using it on tri-tip. That's true. I've been using That's it a true. little bit more since I got the trigger. Yeah. Because it is super nice. I can get that tri-tip nice and thin. You yeah. Know. Yeah, I get so it real, plug for real the electric nice. knife. Real nice there, Clark. Find you one that's 33 years old. It will last you forever. <laughs> that's how it goes, you know? Yeah. No, th- she taught you how to cut a turkey. Yeah, she did. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Yeah. They came. It was just the two of us and just them. And so the it was just the four of us. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was Florida. kind of fun. We had a lot of visitors when we lived in Florida. Yeah, we did. Like yeah. everybody was like, oh, come visit. Let's go visit Rich and Amy in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We'd always go to the parks. I felt like we went to the parks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, one thing I loved about Thanksgiving at your house is creamed onions. Oh, yeah. My mom loved those oh, little pearled onions. Those pearl onions. I, mean, nope. I made them for you once, but I don't think I they think were they as were good as the, my mom's. Not the same. Not the same. But Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty obviously not the same. Not the same. Um, no, that was... Nobody f- ate them at my house but her, but she made them every year for herself. And she put them in this beautiful Little silver dish. dish. Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, we got the silver out. Everything was out for Thanksgiving. Wow. Oh, yeah. Night before I had to polish it. Yeah. Um, I just remember um, there were some Thanksgivings. Um, I mean, I don't remember a lot when I was a kid. I think since we've been married, there's just been fun ones like... We had Thanksgiving on the beach in Cabo. That was yeah, super that fun. That was super fun. We yeah. flew down to Cabo on, on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day. Dropped our bags in our room, walked out to the beach. Our feet were in the sand and we had some type of turkey meal. It was a little odd. It but was an odd meal. I think a, it was a buffet. It was a buffet. It was like a buffet, but it was like a mix of like trying to be American right. ter- Thanksgiving mixed with trying to be resort but it was like resort mexican so it wasn't right. mexican but it wasn't it was just kind of a the little fact like, that we were on thanksgiving i don't on think the beach we cared though we were we like were, it's a feet, buffet and we're sitting in the sand we're in the beach in cabo san lucas it was awesome and typically it's pretty rainy here but this week it hasn't been rainy no, it's been but nice. i think it had been really rainy oh yeah and so we went down in cabo and it was super sunny and warm and we were pretty excited oh, yeah. to be was, there that was awesome yeah. That was a fun one. Um, yeah. So just a good week, good holiday. Watched a lot of football, hung out, got the tree down. 
Yes. So we have a, we have high ceilings in our living room. And so, um, if you've ever been to our house, so, um, a few years ago we got a fake tree because we used to get live trees every year. We but used to, we were like the live tree people. Yep. And then they just got out of our price well, range. Well, except our previous house just before this one was right. a tiny house. And so we got a fake pencil tree because right. that's all the space oh, we had for right. a tree. It wasn't literally a tiny house. It was just a small house. I'll clarify. It didn't have wheels on it. Right. <laughs> it was a very small house, but the kitchen was like an RV kitchen because right. it had like little secret cupboards everywhere. Yeah. It was a good house I put for like a while. one can of green beans and like this one little cupboard. Can. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it but was a like, house. um, it was, it was a great house. So we had like a pencil tree and then we went to buy a 10 foot tall real tree the first year we were in this house and it was going to be like $150. Yeah. And it, it was, was a lot. It was like, Oh, that's a lot of money for one time. Right. So I think after that we bought a fake tree. Yeah. We pulled the trigger and it's a 12 footer, man. Yeah, it is our, full. It our, is full ceilings are 12 feet. So I would recommend not getting a 12 foot tree. It's very snug, but it fills the space. <laughs> it's a little tight. Getting little that star little on there. As Clark would say. Yeah. It's a little it's, full. I would, I would suggest lots of sap, lots of sap. <laughs> this one doesn't it's it, but so funny story. We put up the tree. It's a, it's pre-lit. So you put the sections together. We have to have a big ladder to do it, but we put the sections together and we're sitting on the couch. The tree is lit. It's beautiful. No decorations yet, but it's just beautiful. They're just pretty. And we're watching TV and all of a sudden it just goes black. Like the, the whole, whole tree, tree just, just goes, goes dark. dark. And we're like, did but it like, just break? Totally felt like a Christmas vacation moment. Right. Like this. My tree. Like, <laughs> my tree. <laughs> and we looked at each other. And so you went Nobody over. Nobody was and on fire. Like jiggled some of the cords and, and stuff. And like from the top down, different sections started coming back right. on. And it got all the way down to like the bottom two branches. And right. it just didn't. And you worked on that forever. But today I put more lights on it. No, it's fine. Yeah. But it was pretty funny. <laughs> we were like, what well, happened? Well, if you know the Rich and Amy tradition, we would drive out and get a tree on our anniversary because right. our anniversary is December 3rd. So it's coming up, coming up. And, um, we would take our kids out of school and we would drive out to this farm mountain. Um, so out past Yakima. I'm trying to remember Glendale. No, anyway, really kind of far out. And then we get a tree and we go to Dairy Queen and, and then yeah. we would come home. But um, it was kind of a fun uh, anniversary tradition. And then one year we went out there. We drove the, all the way. It was like an hour and a half, almost two hours right. out there. It's a little far. But it was it was part of the day. It was like you like go they had out, rides and bonfires and all yeah. this stuff. And then we went out there and they were closed. Like permanently <laughs> closed. Like not open for business. And it wasn't just for that day. It had closed. No. But we, uh, we didn't know. We didn't know. So. so it was really sad. We drove <laughs> two hours home without a tree. Right. And we had to go. And that kind of ended a lot of our tree fun. Yeah. The kids were getting a little bit older and a little more. So we would uh, just support local missions and buy a tree from right. a church or whatever. Right. But yeah, I think because we got engaged and married in December, and Thanksgiving weekend is typically when we got engaged. I mean, well, it was rivalry weekend, it was rivalry which weekend. is a football a whole, theme a whole, here. <laughs> uh, I think um, all of those things, I think the holidays um, for us, this end of these holidays yeah. 
are more meaningful and we have built more memories around these just because there's, well, Ty's birthday is coming up. Yep. Um, and we, you know, we did, th- we do the Thanksgiving, we like Thanksgiving and then yeah. we go into decorating the house and we do all the stuff. So I definitely feel like our, our holiday spirit is maybe a little higher than others. Maybe. Time. I mean, I think too, you guys go through seasons like, you know, when we were younger, we didn't have kids. Holidays were, were visiting family. Right. You know, we were driving places. We were flying places. Right. We did some minimal decorations around the house, but it was really just a tree, maybe lights on that. I mean, it was right. just very whatever. And then when you have kids, you really amp it up. You right. like want them to have the whole experience, the right. stockings, the tree, the presents, the lights. And now we're kind of empty nesters and it feels like you're kind of going around full circle and you're like, oh, I don't, do I need to put up as much decorations? Do I need, I don't have to go out and cut down a tree. I don't have to go do Mm -hmm. these things to create memories for people. I already have those memories. Maybe as the grandkids, kids, maybe kid. Yeah. One right now, maybe more start getting older and more into it, then we start ramping up. Absolutely. Or we start doing um, things like going away for a ski weekend ski weekend and those start to become traditions or something. But I think you go through seasons with your holidays. Right. So, um, how's work? How, how's, how's your week? So, um, actually I watched this video today and it was really interesting. It was by the, um, female coach of the basketball team for Duke. And, um, I can't remember her name, but you can Google this on YouTube and it's called handle hard better. Anyway, she goes on to talk about how um, oftentimes we're like, oh, if I can just, you know, get past this season, things will be better. If my kids are just a little bit older and in school, they're going to it's going to be easier. If I can get past through this project at work, things are going to be easier. And we we tend to always look in the future and go, oh, if I can get this, it'll be easier. And Mm -hmm. she just straight up goes, it's not going to be easier. Right. It's never going to be easier. You just need to be better at handling hard. Right. Different kinds of hard. Yeah. Really good. Like mm-hmm. it's a whole different way of living. And I think in our American culture, we're always looking for comfort and oh, ease. The easy way. The easy way. Like we everything we have in our house, the, the tech that we have is just to make our life easier. Right. Right. Shortcut. Right. Absolutely. And so it, I thought it was just really good. If you could look at life and saying, it's not going to get easier. Right. It's just not. It's nothing's going to get easier. Yeah. You're going to get better at handling it. Right. And I thought that was so good and so inspirational. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, work has been hard. And um, I kind of maybe in my own mind have said, well, if I could get a different position, it'd be easier. Or if I did a different project, it would be easier or whatever. And I just need to change my philosophy and right. say, I need to get better at handling hard. Right. Yeah. Just kind of, uh, there's this, um, CrossFit guy, Rich Froning, um, and he has a, a CrossFit gym yeah. back East Cookville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And, uh, his, his, one of his themes is into the storm. And, uh, and he talks about the Buffalo and he's got the Buffalo logo and, and into the storms kind of his thing. Yeah. And it's because, um, when a storm comes, you know, cows and all these, they run for shelter, Mm -hmm. but a Buffalo turns and faces the storm. Interesting. And starts walking into it. Wow. Because if you start to go away from it, it's just going to keep following you (laughs) and you'll never be out of it. But if you face it, if you walk through it, you can maybe get through it faster. It'll actually, 
you'll own own the storm mm. and then it'll be done faster. And I think you're right. I think we definitely feel like we have to be comfortable and we try to avoid pain. I'm a, mm-hmm. avo- I'm a pain avoider. I'm a seven on the Instagram. <laughs> so I, anything to do to avoid pain is my mantra, but I definitely feel like, like CrossFit for me and some other things that I do is like, no, I'm going to do hard things. Right. You know, I'm going to lean into that. I'm going to lean into the hard and, right. and just get better at handling hard. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I'm still processing that a little bit and still like, I haven't quite grasped what that means, but mm-hmm. it was very inspirational. And I think, uh, it's, it's definitely something that I think as Americans, we don't look at, I think in other countries where life is hard and they know it's mm-hmm. always going to be hard. I think right. of like, we've had the, the privilege of visiting Rwanda and Uganda and some really hard places, right? even some places in Mexico on mission trips that have been, their lives are hard and they don't think it's ever going to get better. No, they have joy. And they, and they kind of are better at handling it oh, yeah. than we are because they don't have, they know their life is not going to get better. It's, right. it's not going to get easier. It will get better. It's not going to get easier. Right. And, um, it's just kind of an interesting thing that I think in our Western culture, it trips us up a lot. Yeah. The uh, basketball coach at Duke is her name's Kara Lawson. Oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So Kara Lawson. So you can go to YouTube be, be and look at, at it. It's about mm-hmm. a five minute video. It's not very long, mm-hmm. but it's pretty it's really inspirational. Good. It was really good for me. I think, um, right. to try to remember that handle, mm-hmm. handle hard, better mm-hmm. is really the title of it. It's handle yeah. hard, better. That's great. Um, we're getting close to time, but I do have a small fun fact. What? So on the back end of the show, I know we have watched a lot of sports. Yes, we have. So um, I've been watching. There's a lot of memes out there on how they got their mascot, especially when they're like weird mascots, like, like, like the Wolverine or Crimson Tide. Oh yeah, Crimson or Tide. the Buckeye. You know, like oh, some sure. of, some of these really that's kind of nut. obscure like right. mascots. Like yeah, let's be a nut. You know, like right. kind of funny. Um, but that being said, I actually looked up. What was the start of mascots? Oh, okay. So it actually started back in the 1800s and it started with this. So it was in 1883, this sports life magazine was writing a report about a baseball team and Mm -hmm. they said that they had a good luck charm and it was chick, this bat boy. Chick the Bat Boy. Chick the Bat Boy. And he kind of became their mascot. And so in, in 1886, the Boston Browns baseball team had their bat boy was little Nick. So they actually started having like children were actually considered their lucky charm, which lucky charm in French is mascot. Oh, there you go. So that's where we get the word mascot. It's a Moscow cereal. (laughs) It's it's a lucky (laughs) charm. Just kidding. And the idea was that they would have people. And so the very first paid person, Oh, I didn't write down the year. Shoot. Um, but it was Max Patikin, and he was the first paid mascot, and his name was the Clown Prince of Baseball. Okay. And he was with the Chicago White Sox, and he kind of acted a little bit like those rodeo clowns. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was kind of paired up with, he like hung out a lot with Joe DiMaggio. Okay. Anyway, that being said, it was a lot of like people 
were their mascots. So people, almost like a cheerleader oh, or, sure. yeah. you know, like a, a crowd, get the crowd mm-hmm. going yeah. or a little kid that was the mascot and they, he would be the poster boy. Like, right. You pull him out right. and, and here's our little lucky charm type of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Jim Hansen's Muppets, which were quite a long time ago. We think of just the early version, but they right. were, have been around for a long time. Kind of started inspiring the costumey okay. characterized mascots and then they started creating the characterized mascots with the outfits and all Mm -hmm. of that stuff um and then animals started being added to the mix and whatnot but it was kind of think about it that's like 150 years ago yeah it was a long time that there have been mascots and it really started Mm -hmm. out with chick the bat boy he was charles but they nicknamed him chick Chick. i like it and so mascots started in baseball right there you go fun fact Fun fact. Fun fact. Well, it's um, bumping into our 20, 20 minute window. Um, it's been a good holiday season. I'm thankful for all the things about Thanksgiving. And, and I think uh, I'm just, you know, if we're saying things we're thankful for, I'm thankful for my amazing life and my amazing wife. So there and you go. And I, um, I heard the difference between thankful is like you're thankful for something that happened like a mm-hmm. transaction or right. somebody giving you something but gratitude is an attitude of thanks Ooh, I like and that. uh i i hope to be more in a gratitude gratitude place. fix your attitude thankful. and be gratitude i'm thankful for this podcast i'm thankful that you got us started on it and i'm thankful for you oh it's so nice Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, you guys, thanks for um, putting us into your podcast rhythm. Um, share it with a friend. Maybe give us a review. Um, we're going to be working on some new material through the kind of get through the holidays and then uh, kick off 2024. Whoop, whoop. Um, so it's going to be pretty amazing. Um, but um, we just appreciate you stopping by the Empty Nester Therapy Podcast. Uh, my name's Rich. This is Amy. Have a great one. Bye.